0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Bless Your Heart cast. My name is Trevor Babcock. I'm an English professor here at Williams Baptist University.
1: What's up, everybody? I'm Mike Dixon. I also work at Williams Baptist University. Trevor, bless your heart.
0: Bless your heart, Mike. Mike, I see that you are six foot four. Uh, You're a big man. You've got a wonderful voice. I don't know anything else about you. Mm. Can you tell me anything about yourself? Yeah. Are you safe? Um, uh,
1: I'm, I'm not safe, but I'm good. So we'll start <laughs> off with the CS Lewis. Quote. Yes.
0: I love it. Um, I was thinking marathon, man. CS Lewis will take, uh, yeah.
1: Always a good for CS Lewis quote. Uh, yeah. I am from Northeast Arkansas, the South, uh, Midwest South. I identify with the Midwest less than the South or more than the South. Um, Midwest, but, what's up? yeah, absolutely. Love it. And, uh, I, I work here in, uh, in housing. Actually, I help oversee our housing. I get to love college students and mentor college students. I also love movies, TV, sports. That's really why I wanted to be a part of this. And so hopefully we can get some good analysis of those things as we go along. Trevor, you're not from the South. What are you doing here?
0: No one knows. I'm like <laughs> a shadow, I move in. Real quick, sports, that's the one with the the ball.
1: Yeah, yeah, and right. and don't worry, listeners. I'll be taking the lead on those episodes. Yeah,
0: bless, bless your heart. <laughs> um, I yeah. So I am a Midwestern boy uh, per se. I'm from. Geez, where am I from? I was actually born in Kentucky. That's where I got the gap in my teeth. Uh, <laughs> I moved to Cincinnati when I was young. We spent three years in California of all states. Came back to Cincinnati. Uh, that's where I did my undergrad. UC Go Bearcats. Uh, spent some time in New York City. Where I met my lovely wife um, uh, did grad school at uh, Indiana U uh, 10 years I spent in Bloomington Indiana wonderful little town and got hired here and now I get to live among mosquitoes and wonderful people welcome welcome here in Northeast Arkansas
1: yeah I was raised by mosquitoes were you actually yeah
0: absolutely and Oh, I can see it. The nose. Yeah, The, the nose, the, the proboscis. big eyes. Yeah. yeah. Um, proboscis.
1: I bite uh, yeah. those things. So I, I was raised by mosquitoes. Um, yeah. If anybody's wondering, yeah, Trevor and his wife are, are much more well-traveled, um, though uh, I am married to a missionary kid, um, but she moved back when she was four. So
0: from where? Uh, Guatemala. Guatemala. Guatemala I think I knew that at one point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right? So cool. um, that's the most interesting thing about me is my wife.
0: Mm. Yeah. Same though. <laughs> so that's fine. Great. So what are we doing today, Mike? What are we talking about?
1: Hey, today we're going to start off this show. We're so thankful that you've tuned in. We're so thankful that you've stuck with us this far, these three minutes or these so. These three
0: minutes have been some of the favorite minutes I've ever had.
1: And if you're still here, um, which I hope you are, today we're just going to start off with our favorite movies. This whole podcast was birthed out of an idea around a lunchroom table, I think. We were hanging out. Something. Something. We discovered both of us really like movies. We both like TV. We like music. Um, we have so many similar interests that we just wanted to get behind the mics and talk about these. We've been dreaming about this for six, seven, eight months, and we're kind of making it happen now.
0: Yeah, I said, Mike, you know what's never been done? A podcast. <laughs> and he said, what is a podcast? And I was like, we'll figure it out. So this, welcome to the first podcast.
1: Yeah, we, we, yeah. we need so many more podcasts.
0: Yeah, we need more of them. Uh, as far as I know, there, this has not been done yet
1: um so today we're gonna jump in um with this and and we'll have different topics we've got a season planned hopefully we keep you guys entertained today we're just gonna start off by talking about our favorite movies movies absolutely um so i'm gonna let trevor take the lead he's got a good pick it's one of my favorite movies trevor what is your favorite movie
0: my favorite movie happens to be the greatest movie of all time, and that is The Godfather 2. This is the least hot take you will ever hear out of my mouth. <laughs> Everyone loves Godfather 2, and it is a little bit of a basic choice, but not a basic movie. Why is it the best? Mike? Because it's a sequel. Because it's a sequel. Because it's a sequel. I don't and love we it. love sequels. I don't love it because it's a sequel. I love it because I hate originality <laughs> in all of its forms. So, um, yeah, Godfather 1, obviously a classic. Um, you got the Brando, you got the Pacino. Uh, you could, I could sit here for an hour listening um, all the wonderful performances. Okay, so it's Godfather 1. Tells the story of Michael Corleone, his... Corruption, basically, mm-hmm. um, from uh, this World War II vet who is going to make it in America the legal way. A family man. He is a family man. Well, And then he gets sucked into, it's, it's the story of, of him being too clever, mm-hmm. of getting sucked into uh, uh, his family, his uh, mafia uh, family, um, all their doings after his dad, uh, Vito Corleone, the godfather,
1: Marlon Brando, yeah, greatest performance on screen ever.
0: Um, like up there, like yeah. maybe actually. Yeah. Um, right. So he goes down and, and Michael gets sucked in, but I'm not here to talk about that one. I want to talk about two. So you start to like with the transformation of Michael complete. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like the yeah, he's like a Sith or something. Your your training is complete. <laughs>
1: Star Wars reference number
0: one yeah, of the let's, show. Yeah, let's Bing, go. We need like some kind of noise. We'll get that in post. <laughs> um, he's already um, this sort of evil genius. And the thing about Michael, he's got brothers. He's got a dad or did. Um, uh, they, spoiler for a 50-year-old movie, yeah. um, they kind of bite the dust one after the next. And... What he has um, is just this killer intellect and like no conscience. His uh, one of my profs back at IU made the point that like Vito has the all th- the characteristics of all three in one. Mm. So he's got the personality, if you want, of Fredo. He's got the. Um, the guts, the sheer Tenacity, will yeah. to do well, the will to do violence of Sonny. Like he's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's a scary guy. Like also Sonny's great a scary performance guy. by James Caan. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number two behind elf yeah. and then, uh, and then he's just got that intellect yep. that Michael has yep. all in three, uh, three and one and Michael, you know, maybe the tragedy of it, uh, says, uh, my old prof, uh, shout out to Paul Gutyar Um, uh, the tragedy is is that these virtues got distributed unevenly mm, mm-hmm. among the kids. and uh, Michael has none of Fredo in him, and that's his right. downfall. Well, so this movie, um follows Michael, this criminal genius, and I think one of the things that's so satisfying about him is that the whole movie the the movie has a as a better villain um than the first one does. Mm. There's kind of this, minor villain in the first one and then you move on to a major villain in the second one but in god er, so in the second half of the first movie in godfather 2 you've got hyman roth okay and i you know the the scene it's just so epic hyman roth lives in florida he's an old guy and he like runs the mob like and his house is you know just this little bungalow i don't know like one bathroom, two bedroom, <laughs> right, little place, and he's like, he 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 says the line is, "We're bigger than U.S. Steel," and this is like when U.S. Steel was big, and um, runs. So he's this sort of like not in it for the money kind of guy. You remember that scene from Dark Knight where Joker just like lights the money, yeah. the pile of money, yeah. Like Hyman Roth is kind of one of these. Like, what what motivates you? Like, based on your lifestyle, based on what I'm seeing here, it's not the money you're in it for. It's it's just the sheer Aggressive will to power, the will to succeed. Right, right. Uh, he wants to win. That's what he wants, and he sidles up to Michael, who is mm-hmm. the Godfather, like runs New York now that the he Dawn is the Don, Dawn, who has murdered every other <laughs> spoiler. Was like he, there is no one into in New York to oppose him. He runs the show, and this guy down south in Florida is sidling up to Michael, pulling him in. But Michael's a smart guy. He sees that. Um, Hyman Roth is, uh, uh, you know, just getting close to stick the knife in yep. at some point, uh, which of course happens. So the pleasure of it to me is to see these two evil intellects uh, up against each other. Um, as, uh, as someone pointed out today, you know, if, if you want to make an evil character likable, give him an even more evil adversary yeah and you definitely see that in godfather too um so one of the things i'm picking up on from
1: your professor yes are you saying so is marlon brando a picture of the trinity
0: that is absolutely where (laughs) man you just jumped right to the end you must have done really well no uh
1: yeah we need to be careful with that uh spoiler alert i did go to seminary um and that's why i See the Trinity in the Godfather,
0: in absolutely everything. Well, you know the, you the number there. three is there. Yeah, it's. I mean, <laughs> that's like a great three... point, though.
1: That's a very insightful point that that you don't pick up when you're just watching that movie. But then the twelfth it, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're well, like wait yeah. a second, and the twelfth time, which would be what forty eight hours of watching the movie. It's a long movie. I've got but a lot of hours logged. In. Now I'm excited to go back and watch that, yeah, and see in you know I know we're going back to Godfather one, but right. see in veto Mm -hmm. those characteristics of each each of his three sons that's that's a fantastic point very cool um how how interesting is the gangster
0: genre right because these guys are bad yeah they are bad they're but i love them it's (laughs) why are they so fun to watch because anything can happen you know like you you watch oh no country for old men Mm -hmm. right and you Mm -hmm. see anton sugar and like he is sheer violence like it that yeah. it establishes that he will murder you with like this this like cow slaughtering implement what air a, gun air gun thing? thing yeah, yeah. I, I don't know i'm not you don't even south. Do you, you, you don't have even, air guns here oh no but you
1: can you can make them i think that i think you learn how you to make, make them and i i could um but uh, you know you don't even know the weapon yeah for like two and a half hours of that movie right you just see like you hear the yeah. And then somebody's dead. Right. Uh you you don't like that guy. You never want to like
0: that guy. Right. He is so but he establishes himself as violent at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. And so like you don't know what's going to happen next. This guy no. is just uh super violent. It keeps you on edge. You cannot relax. He's a chaotic evil. He's chaotic evil and he's super compelling. Uh not unlike the Joker. So in, you know, in these uh gangster movies, you get similar characters but like unlike Anton Sugar who is just like pure malice like mm. He, he, mm. like he's just more malicious than anyone and right. like that's his superpower is that he just will do what it takes right um you know not he's he's a clever guy all McCarthy's characters uh Cormac McCarthy's characters are <laughs> clever but uh, well his main characters and his main villains are anyway um the mains the big guys in these godfather movies and in, in um uh, uh gangster movies in general yeah. they're intelligent they know how to handle people they're not how to handle situations they're not bad movies for like business minded people like yeah. there's there are uh principles in business leadership yeah. you can find in these movies that are actually pretty good like uh never take sides against the family like if you yeah. are if I am one company and I'm with my two guys, like don't show them that there is tension that they can press on. Don't show, don't yeah. reveal that there is a weakness. That, also, l- leave yeah. the gun, take the cannoli. Absolutely, there's
1: business principles there.
0: I think I just heard the CEO of Netflix <laughs> say this in uh, as he resigned. Yeah, yeah at yeah. Davos. I don't know something like that. so.
1: I you know one thing that that's so that's so well done about these movies is uh, and and shout out to hot springs arkansas where absolutely um, my wife actually surprised me with a trip to hot springs this past weekend okay bless your heart we went to the american gangster museum what this is our first shout out our first corporate shout out they're not giving us any money for this but we went we we visited because al capone spent so much time in hot springs which was a lawless town until like 1967. Where there was they introduced gambling. the first law. I don't know what they were that they were paying off a lot of cops to look the other way. Got long it. story short, that Al Capone was there. I think John Dillinger found some time there. Um Meyer Lansky came to town a few times. So uh Lucky Luciano was in town. Like all of the most notorious crime bosses in the United huh. States crime syndicate were spending time in Hot Springs, Arkansas, town Hot of 30,000 south of Little Rock. And and, and so anyway, we, 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 went to this museum and there's like Tommy guns and fedoras everywhere. And these guys were so likable, like the picture mm. of Al Capone with his mom. And then he's like handing money to business owners. Now he was fencing those business owners at the same time. Yeah. Here's your money back. What a swell guy. Yeah. It's like, it's like the, you should run for president. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and. All of them, and, and then you're watching these videos of interviewees from people who, who spent time who, who you know pressed the, the elevator button for Al Capone at the Arlington Hotel who's saying, "I never thought of him as a gangster. Mm. I never thought of him as this guy who's murdered several people who, mm-hmm. who ordered a hit on this guy last week. You know he was just a nice guy, and he tipped really well. yeah, and, and you're like, what this is insane, but, but it's the same with these movies. These movies do that's a real life thing that happened. Vito Corleone, though he's a great work of of fiction, yeah. Michael's the same way. They're they're based in so much truth. Mm. Dark a dark history, right, for our 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 country. But mm-hmm. my goodness, it's done well, and that's yeah. a really good movie, Godfather Part Two.
0: It's good, yeah. There is uh, charisma is a necessary ingredient yeah. uh, for yeah. these for this kind of job, the job of uh, being an evil gangster. Yeah. Apparently, uh, you you watch Narcos. Pablo Escobar, you know, uh, very image conscious, like yeah, 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 absolutely. giving his drug money out to the poor. Look at, uh-huh. yeah, look at how Robin great Hood. I am. Robin it's, Hood. It's, it's Robin Hood. It's, you know what? There's where we went wrong. It wasn't Karl Marx. It was Robin Hood.
1: And speaking of Robin Hood, um, if you haven't seen Godfather Part II, yeah. it's just a long version of Robin Hood. Basically. Um, speaking of that, I'm going to go into mine now.
0: Yeah. What's um, uh, uh top one favorite movie of all time? And why is it The Godfather Two?
1: it is Midnight in Paris Wonderful Woody Allen The Woody Owen Wilson Rachel McAdams Fantastic movie If you haven't seen it there will be spoilers so if you'd like to see this um, maybe pause it for a while or just listen um, that's up to you but um, this movie's excellent it's it's kind of an arty movie um, I'm not big into arty movies but this was this one I, I I think I caught it free on Netflix and wanted to watch it watched it if you want a case study in the power of nostalgia Hmm. and the the almost the harmfulness of nostalgia a negative outlook of nostalgia watch this movie woody allen masterfully teaches us a class in nostalgia as uh we've got an engaged couple Mm -hmm. uh seriously engaged and they are uh traveling together they're going to france it's owen wilson and rachel mcadams an interesting pair rachel mcadams typically very likable person in her movies. She's terrible in this movie. Is she? It's been a while since I've seen it. Her character's mean. I mean mean as a snake. Um would you
0: would you describe her as a mean girl?
1: Uh yeah. See what I did. Yeah. And maybe she's always not always nice actually. Take that back. Mm -hmm. Um but Rachel McAdams, Owen, Owen Wilson are uh engaged. They go to Paris. He is this head in the clouds kind of writer. Um, kind of like an, almost an English professor, uh, we all are. Yeah. and
0: that's where we keep our heads. Best his, place for head.
1: his dream is Paris in the twenties. He wants to be part of the T.S. Eliot, Hemingway, yes. uh, yes. all of these great Pablo Picasso. Who's not yes. a writer, but was, was in this group in the twenties. He wants to go and meet Dali. You know, he, he wants to be a part of the art house crew. In the twenties. Gertrude Stein. That's yeah. the that's the uh, Kathy, Stein Bates. Salon, right. Kathy Bates. Kathy mm-hmm. Bates great um great mm-hmm. role as Gertrude Stein. So anyway, so he's walking around at night, they have a big argument. He says, Oh, can you imagine this town in the rain? And he's walking around and all of a sudden, he gets picked up by like F. Scott Fitzgerald <laughs> yep. and and Zelda Fitzgerald, and they hop in the car and they go. and Cole Porter's playing at this little dive bar, and he meets Hemingway, and he meets Six. all of these. Yeah. Uh, it's such a good movie; it's so well done. Yeah. And 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 what he's realizing though is he just wants to go back in that time, while at the same time, when he wakes up, his his relationship with his fiance. Has completely deteriorated and continues mm. to deteriorate, mm. and we can say they weren't built on a healthy basis, and all these things anyway. They didn't seem like they were going to work out, but his nostalgia just destroys what was left mm. of that relationship, and his dream then becomes to open a little nostalgia shop in uh, in Paris, and, and 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 you just see all of this falling apart. What happens is he falls in love. He falls in love with Marion. Cotillard, um, and and we're gonna, my French is amazing, mm-hmm. but he falls in love with her. All she wants to do is to go back to Belle Époque, which is the era of post uh, 1860s, 70s France, the, the, this grand era, and meet the producers and the artists and the, 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 the writers of that era.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the 20s, w- w- she hated it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She wants to go back. She's in a toxic mm-hmm. relationship in the 20s with Pablo Picasso nonetheless, but she wants to go back to. A golden era, as she said, yeah, and then they go back. they actually do get transported back in one of the best scenes they they go together to the Bella Polque, and they realize that half the people there are saying, we want to go back to the Renaissance, right and it shows this hyper conundrum that that nostalgia introduces in our lives.
0: There's this saying of Napoleon that uh you know Napoleon compared himself to is it Caesar? Uh-huh. Caesar compared himself to Alexander the Great. Yep. And Alexander the Great compared himself to Hercules and Hercules didn't exist. Right, right. Right. Like it's just it's the turtles all the way down thing. It's just looking backward, looking backward, looking backward for a for for some kind of bottom that's not there. But isn't it though? Can we talk about the relationship like is eternity not printed on our hearts? Absolutely. Mike, like yeah. aren't we remembering Eden, like, isn't Mm -hmm. there something our hearts are yearning for
1: something? And that's that's what Woody Allen does well, I think. And 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 my favorite part of this movie is he's teaching a pretty in depth lesson. Like that's an in depth lesson. You like a I'm getting a lecture in nostalgia and the power of the the nostalgia on the human brain and our existence, all while being thoroughly entertained by these Mm. great performances. And that's Mm -hmm. that is the essence of good art to me is. This is teaching me something about myself. Mm-hmm. This is teaching me something about society. Perhaps even this is teaching me something about eternal truth, the divine nature. This is teaching me maybe about something about redemption um, while appreciating the art, right. while appreciating A the full of sugar. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and appreciating yeah, great it. performance. And mm-hmm. so um, that's my one of, why that's my favorite. And, and, and to go back, yes, eternity is imprinted on our hearts. So mm-hmm. at some point we can say, yeah, we, we need to live in the here and now. Like we, we do. I believe that God has put us in the here and now for for a very specific reason, a very specific task. However, he has also put this yearning in us to look backward, mm-hmm. to to desire everything to be made right again, mm-hmm. to see the wrongs and ills of our society injustice, um sin, frustration, anger, whatever we're dealing with, broken relationships, suffering. Uh, we want to see those made whole. So so in a way our hearts are going back to that Eden narrative to that reality where everything was perfect everything was peace however we know that we're actually pointing forward it's Mm -hmm. not really nostalgia it's actually a a view of we're moving forward history is linear and we're heading toward an end point Mm -hmm. which is when this whole thing is reset right like this whole experience and and we do get to experience that Edenic peace and um, reconciliation and lack of suffering and and that's I mean there's a lot to get that uh, there's a lot to 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 ring dry from uh, not a this is not like a christian movie guys this is don't, don't don't watch this expecting kirk cameron to swing on to the the scene and and save the day this is this is made by a secular director it's a secular movie it, it's a great movie though to get you thinking on that level that's why it's it's really i mean it may not be my favorite of all time but it's my favorite to discuss to okay. sit down and chop it Absolutely. up about um so anyway the you the me,
0: let me jump in Go i got it i got it on the brain you mentioned ts Eliot, mm. and i i remember the line What what is it i'm going to butcher this but i'm going to get close the end of all our journeying will be to return to the origin and yeah. know the place for the first time
1: wow. um
0: uh yeah eden is behind us it is in front of us yeah. you know it's it's uh woody allen's got it mostly right you know <laughs> like like nostalgia is a trap uh our our friend C.S. Lewis, uh, uh, he was referring to the Romantic poets, Wordsworth and them. Uh, um, Wordsworth is famously recalling an experience he had and writing poetry about a memory mm-hmm. of a place. He's mm-hmm. not writing about nature; he's writing about the memory of nature, and that's right. It's, it's in the poem; it's like critical to the poem. And C.S. Lewis is saying, "It yeah, it wasn't quite like that though. Yeah, you know, um, um, there is a trap behind us, but you know, the uh, Christian faith is that it's not a trap it's it's ahead of us mm. you know if we're properly oriented to these things
1: yeah and, and a movie like this can kind of shock us back into our reality and show us that kind of the the, the fun, it's fun to think about the golden ages right and we yeah. see this a lot
0: of uh, like the 1980s
1: uh, 80s for maybe for you um okay that's uh, what we're doing no i don't know that's I, fine i don't have one i'm like i i i, I really don't have a lot of Mike is younger
0: than me if you can't see him a
1: little bit so i yeah i i but it cures us of this this golden age thinking, which which there's some fun to that. Like it, it really yeah. is fun. Talk to any sports junkie for a while and they're gonna say, Oh man, like if we could get back to way the, the way the NBA used to be played, mm. right, in the eighties and nineties, elbows and fights. Mm-hmm. Um, um it cures a, that. that's a fun d- debate to have. That's a fun thing to do, but it, it can't be the way we live. Mm. And that's that's what Woody Allen is is I think okay. it's fun to maybe doodle in that space, okay, but it's it's not fun to actually to, to to live there and and, and just kind of ex uh, exist in this area but your head is in the 20s paris mm,
0: so mike it's really a metaphor for art in a lot of ways i'm <laughs> pushing my glasses up um everything's a metaphor for art but it kind of yeah. is right yeah absolutely like that's i'm making fun of that's a point grad students make but sometimes <laughs> they're right even grad students get things right and if
1: right. we could if we could poke fun at grad students a few times uh, in particular. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're the worst. Yeah. Uh,
0: there's that line from 30 rock. We may not be the best people, but we're not the worst people.
1: Grad students, are the worst <laughs> Yeah,
0: people. absolutely. Saw that when I was in grad school laughed because, because true.
1: Yeah. As two people that have gone through some grad schooling, yeah. that's, um, that is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, we hope you've had fun as we talk about these two things. I I would say, run, don't walk to watch these
0: two movies. Absolutely. If you're walking, you're goofing up. These are the top two movies that there are.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think everyone would agree with us in the history of the world.
0: Oh yeah. That's the nice thing about this is that our opinions are correct. So that, um, Nobody's going to argue. We
1: can talk about subjective and objective truth. Our opinions in this room are objectively true.
0: Right. Yeah. That's right. And and Cam- this is an objective space.
1: Yeah. And so the Godfather part two, if you haven't seen the Godfather part one, it's imperative you do, that you watch that movie first.
0: Yeah. You you actually do need to.
1: Yeah. And it's, it, they're both excellent. Francis Ford Coppola, one of the greatest directors of all time, assembling one of the greatest casts of all time. I mean, books have been written about him getting the cast together. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. It's um, a TV show, literally. About and it, this movie. In yeah. twenty years, we'll say the same thing about Midnight in Paris. <laughs> one hundo. <laughs> so anyway, we we hope you've enjoyed this first episode. Most of these are going to be like this. Um, one last thing I want to do. I'm springing this on Trevor. Oh gosh. Um, so we the talked, physical about, challenge. We've talked about our favorite things, right? Of of kind of a um, the the linchpin of of what we enjoy art to be in yeah. in, in movies, and yeah. we'll we'll maybe do music. We'll maybe do. Maybe video games. I think that'd be a fun one. Um, but what have you enjoyed this week? Music, movie, art—something that you have enjoyed this week—that's uh, just kind of sticking out. to You TV show? Oh,
0: Mike! This, this—you know—it's been on my mind this week. Yeah, it's been the World of Warcraft. It okay. has been. Okay. They've got a new expansion out, Dragonflight. I am just having a good time with it it's tough because I am trying to raise four boys yeah and um, I am trying to keep my marriage intact <laughs> so far so good ask me again next week um, not in my 20s anymore Mike but I am having uh, just a ball um, I play a healer I love running dungeons it's just uh, just a fun time Mike yeah what are you having fun with this week yeah
1: absolutely I am having fun with the NFL playoffs um, and I know this is not a
0: national
1: football football and we're not talking about soccer. This is the one with the, the leather ball, oh, kind of like an oblong, oblong shape. longish. Yeah. 11 sure. guys. Sure. Yeah. Um, they it's, it's NFL playoffs time. I'm a huge chiefs fan. I lived in Kansas city for uh grad school. It's uh, I was there when they won the super bowl with Patrick wow. Mahomes. So um, I have been into that. I don't typically watch. A lot of sports except for when my teams are playing so if the st louis cardinals are playing kansas city chiefs those are my teams i'll watch their games Uh, but but this past weekend i had some time i was able to watch several games of teams that i don't even care about um which was admittedly a first world great thing to do (laughs) um watch teams you don't care about but i some fantastic games um i felt like uh the, the jaguars coming back to beat uh, the team they beat, which I'm blanking on the name, and it doesn't even matter because they beat them. They were down 27 nothing. They went 31-30. to It was an incredible game. Even I know that's wild. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, so I'm just having fun with that. I'm ready for the Chiefs game this weekend. Maybe by the time this comes out, the Chiefs will have already won the Super Bowl. Who knows? But um, Pop quiz, yeah, Mike. Absolutely.
0: What What AFC team, what AFC team, is uh are the chiefs zero and three against in their last three meetings
1: since it's you asking i'm gonna say the cincinnati Bengals.
0: oh my gosh (laughs) he got it right zero and three in the last three meetings against the cincinnati Bengals. we'll see you in uh what a week and a half
1: yeah absolutely um we'll be polishing our rings until then oh nice um anyway we hope you guys have enjoyed this i'm gonna sign us off this has been uh, a dream of ours for a while, and we're going to try to keep content coming to you. Uh, but until next time, this has been the Bless Your Heartcast. Bless your heart,
0: rate, Bless your heart, rate.